Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your chief security fanatic here. And in infection news, online ads can now infect your phone and your computer. There's no known defense and it's legal, at least in one country. Now, here's what's going on. According to an investigative report by the Israeli newspaper Hearts, uh, an Israeli technology company called Insanet has developed the means of delivering spyware via online ad networks, basically turning targeted ads into Trojan horses. Now, according to this report, there's essentially no defense against the spyware, as I mentioned, and the Israeli government has given Incinet approval to sell this technology to others. Now, Incinet spyware, known as Sherlock, is not the first spyware that can be installed on a phone without the need to trick the phone's owner into clicking a malicious link or downloading a malicious file. And I'm sure if you're a longtime listener or, or viewer of mine, you remember NSO's iPhone hacking software known as Pegasus, one of the most controversial and just probably the worst spyware tool we've ever seen uh, basically on an iPhone. It's emerged in the last five to six years or so. Now, Pegasus relies on vulnerabilities in Apple iPhone's iOS. That's the operating system that runs the phone to essentially infiltrate the phone undetected. Uh, Apple has issued multiple patches over the years, the last one being September 7th of 2023. So this is an ongoing situation for at least half a decade with Pegasus. Again, the worst one we've seen. Now, what sets InsaNet's Sherlock apart from Pegasus is that it is exploiting the ads that you see, the ad networks that are served up to you as you are browsing places rather than vulnerability in your phone or your computer itself. And so here's essentially how this works. Assume for a moment I am a Sherlock user. I am creating an, an ad uh, basically that is malicious. And so I would create an ad campaign that narrowly focuses on my target's demographic and location. And then I would place essentially spyware laden ads with an ad exchange. Once the ad is served up to a web page that the, basically my target views, the spyware is then secretly installed on the phone or the computer. Now it's too early to determine the full extent of the capability of Sherlock as well as its limitations, but the Harrods report said that it can infect Windows-based computers, Android phones, and also iPhones as well, which means iPads and Android tablets are also susceptible. Now, <clears throat> for the record, Let's not confuse spyware with malware. Now, some ad networks basically um, have been used to deliver malicious software for years. That is a practice known as malvertising. Now, in most cases, the malware is aimed at computers rather than phones. It's indiscriminate. It's typically essentially designed, uh, you know, especially the ones these days to lock a computer's, uh, you know, lock a user's data out as part of a ransomware attack, steal passwords, access online accounts, organizational networks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the thing though, the ad networks are constantly scanning and checking for malvertising because they're trying to block it as fast as they can, meaning I'm a malicious criminal, I am signing up with an ad network to serve up my ads, and I am sending them infected files. They are checking for those infected files, and here we are. But spyware, on the other hand, tends to be aimed at phones. It's targeted at specific people or narrow categories of people and is designed to clandestinely obtain sensitive information and monitor someone's activities. So once spyware infiltrates your system, whatever system it is, it can record keystrokes, take screenshots, and use various tracking mechanisms before transmitting your stolen data to whoever owns essentially that, that ad campaign. Let's say it's me, you know, or whoever it is. Now, while its actual capabilities are still under investigation, 
This new Sherlock spyware is at least capable of infiltration, monitoring, data capture and collection, and data transmission, according to that original report. And so there you go. I think we are constantly playing a cat and mouse game. I was not a fan of the NSO group creating Pegasus. I was not a fan of the Israeli government allowing them essentially to sell to absolutely anybody left and right. And that was one of the big things that the Israeli government clapped, clamped down on in the wake of this because they essentially NSO was selling it to authoritarian regimes that were spying on ostensible allies of the Israeli government, not to mention the FBI here in the United States got it. We have no idea if Israeli intelligence was using it, but it's a safe bet given its effectiveness. We saw everybody from prime ministers to journalists to Nobel Prize winners essentially being monitored by Pegasus. And so if you are looking at something that is very targeted in terms of demographics, it would be very easy to, let's say, infect somebody if you knew their demographics along with people in their geographical area. And so you could go sifting through it to see if you could find them and, and get that there. So it's a pretty effective way to uh, to deliver this. So the only combat I can think of is, you know, make sure you've got ad blockers that are running. Uh, make sure you're not using plugins and browsers and all of that, that you've got all of that, uh, you know, rejected and, and whatnot. But if it's downloading payloads, in another way, that's obviously a huge issue. So, so we're going to see where this goes. I, I, I'm not a fan. Now, to be fair, the Israeli government did narrow the scope of countries that NSO Group, and I'm assuming Incinet would fall under this, as would any Israeli company, of who they can actually license the software to. But that still means we are talking about intelligence agencies in multiple countries. Uh, you know, and I don't know if you know a legitimate organization has the ability to do this, such as let's say a major corporation that wants to basically keep tabs on their employees. Can they use that? for malicious things is that uh, you know essentially get installed into an employee's personal iphone or personal android these are things that need an explanation so we're going to see where this goes i'm not a big fan of this but heads up to you i would be blocking every possible ad you could and the other side of that too is that when you're in a facebook or a twitter or x or whatever and you're tapping on a link uh, you know let's say you're reading a news article you're not using let's say a third-party browser that would block ads you're using the internal Facebook, um, you know, browser or whatever app that you're using, and that's pretty much letting anything through. So make sure that when you're looking at links, you're going to that third-party browser that blocks ads. The one I use is Brave. So you can pick one for yourself, but that's the one I like. So anyway, there you go. That's your news of the day. I'm not a fan of all, uh, at all, and nor should you be. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at uh, YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.